Hello and welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. It must be 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday evening because we're here. We're being me. My name's Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my partner, Adam Sunhalter, and we are partners in, business partners, I might add, in a company called Maximum Value Partners. And what we do is coach owners of small businesses on how How, the key word is how. How to get unstuck from that state of how. How do I make a business plan? How do I, why do I have all these meetings? I like to stick why in the how question a little bit every once in a while. But we're here to uh, talk about small business stuff. That's what we do. As I said, we've been doing this for 15 years. There aren't too many situations we have not seen or experienced with small businesses. We've owned, operated, counseled, coached, done so much with these companies. We absolutely love, love our clients. And we love them in a way that they're the fabric of America. And they basically make life good for all communities. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Adam, well, well, wait a minute, Adam. We're going to talk about three things tonight. What we do is pull from our coaching experiences. We deal with clients live every day, every weekday. We have a, a number of clients that we deal with. And they talk over, obviously, their problems as they're pursuing their, their coaching challenges. And we're, we're pursuing their challenges. And from that, we basically fix on topics, if you will. And today, what we're going to do is talk about three topics that we dealt with today with several of our clients. And the first one is meetings. Meetings, like call all the employees together and let's talk about something. Meetings have a very dirty name to them, and Adam's going to talk about that <laughs> in a little bit in a minute. We have uh, uh, financial statements that we want to talk about, and I can't even read my own writing, and my memory is losing me. So, Adam, what else? Oh, partnerships. <laughs> partnerships. That's right. Get get together, <laughs> get together with family members or whoever it's going to be, and and form a partnership to move forward. But Adam, why do meetings of employees in various types and forms in small businesses have such a dirty name? It's a great, great question, Jack, and a perfect question for our show, which, as you know, is named Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And we're here, as Jack said, to kind of share some of the stories that we've got here. And before I jump into that and answer your question real quick, Jack, I just want to let everybody know, our longtime listeners know, you can always be part of the show, and you're welcome to do that in many, many ways. Uh, The simplest and easiest way is to give us a call here in the studio. As Jack said, we're here live every uh, Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Give us a call tonight. You can talk to Kurt. He'll get you on the air. Number is 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-9468. Email is a good way to get a hold of us as well, radio at MaximumVP.com. We're tweeting all over the place. We've got at MaximumVP for our company one. If you want to get to Jack Mancini, you can do that by at Jack M, MVP. Or you can get me at at Adam Sonhalter. And last but not least, go to MaximumVP.com forward slash how, H-O-W. Jack mentioned the how questions for how do I do certain things in my company. And the question tonight is how come meetings get such a bad rap? And, hey, you know what, Jack? If I, if I go into a company and if I want to just suck the oxygen out of the room... <clears throat> I can just talk about, hey, let's have some more meetings in here, right? 
And the, the, the visual that comes to mind is that you, you come into a company buzzing around, there's a lot of energy, things are feeling pretty good. And you come into that phrase and talk about more meetings. The visual I got in mind, Jack, is Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Remember that from uh, SNL? Yeah. The character back in the 2000s. She, yes. uh, people would be all excited, they're feeling good, and all of a sudden, here's Debbie Downer and be like, wah, 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 and be all of a sudden, she'd come in and say something just, it'd be totally, totally negative, right? So, how come people view meetings in a negative way when we know it, it, it can be fantastic to get a nice rhythm going for your company? Boy, that's an easy answer, Adam. That's, that's, uh, that's an easy answer to a how question. And that easy answer is most people who are in charge of meetings don't put their heart and soul and a little bit of organizing effort and perspective into the process. Meetings are, you could, you could generally category, categorize meetings into two camps. And the first camp is, what is the first camp, Adam? Update or status meetings. That's right. Update or status meetings. And the other is a working meeting. And the update or status meetings is just that. It doesn't have to be long. It's updating or providing status to key people in the company. However, that key people definition is, is determined. And it can be a quick meeting, like a couple of minute touch on, on a couple of key issues. And it's up, we'll just pick on the owner a little bit tonight because the owner can make all the decisions, good or bad. <clears throat> so it's up to the owner to have a meeting, and that meeting's going to be basically determined sometime probably, ideally, at the first of the year. In other words, we're going to have a meeting every morning. Touch it. It's going to be five minutes, and I want these four people to basically give me a, a one- or two-minute point discussion, not a discussion, just an update, just a status on key projects, key issues that they're faced with for the day and what happened yesterday. It's very quick. And if we start to get into talking one-on-one, two-on-one in that meeting, that now becomes a working meeting. And it's up to the owner of that meeting to stop it right then and there. Hey, Adam, okay, this was, you're supposed to give us a minute update, not talk to Charlie over here about solving the problem that you, you had yesterday. You and Charlie take that offline after we get out of this meeting in five minutes. Now, that's a very authoritative owner who is uh, protecting the integrity of the meeting itself because everyone knows they can touch and if they're out of town, they can call in. It doesn't make any difference. You're at this meeting for uh, 15 minutes in the morning. We touch everything that we need touched, then we go on with our day. That's one meeting. You've got to be careful what you're touching these days, Jack. People are very sensitive to that. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, we got to, in fact, we got to, <laughs> well, no, I won't, get, I won't so, get into that. So, 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 so what you're describing, Jack, is something that's, that's very common. So let me paint the picture real quick. So see if this sounds like your company, because, again, when, when we go in and start with companies, uh, again, these are smaller companies, anywhere from 1 to 25 employees is typically who, who we spend time with. But even bigger companies, we see, the same, we see some of the same challenges is, you know, chances are you've had some meetings over time. Maybe you got all excited about it at some point. Maybe you had, you had a bunch of meetings. And then you kind of got away from it because it wasn't working or, or somebody was out of town or things didn't happen or you got into a good rhythm and things were going pretty good, so you stopped doing it. There's a certain discipline behind the meetings where you can get away from them. And so 
what can often happen is you know, when, when we walk in, there's there's maybe a production type meeting that, that that happens regularly. Maybe it's a weekly type meeting, but it's geared on production of some type and kind. That's about it, though. And if another meeting gets called, it creates some buzz within the organization because it's so unusual to have meetings. And typically the buzz isn't a positive, exciting, hey, something great must have happened, and then the boss wants to share some news with us. It's, uh-oh, what's wrong? Who's getting fired? What's happened here? Usually they're, they're worried that the sky's falling, so some bad news is happening. And the rumor will start to kind of move around because, again, there's not a culture of having this regular kind of communication. So one of the reasons why meetings often may go bad, as you were describing, Jack, is there'll be that mixture an overlap of a something that's supposed to be an update or status meeting that all of a sudden evolves where we've got eight of us in the room and you and I are off trying to solve a problem or, or, or have a working meeting. So it evolves into a working meeting. And we got six people sitting around listening to us try to solve a problem that has nothing to do with them. They can't really help with. And it's wasting their time. And here's a meeting that's supposed to be 15 minutes or half an hour and we're already two hours into it. So things evolved to where they aren't controlled and they aren't set up properly. So there's a lot of reasons that that, that, that meetings, I think, again, have, have gotten a bad rap. And typically, it's the person who's in charge of running them or in charge of being the the steward of them, I guess maybe maybe that's a good word for it, as you're mentioning, to kind of keep things moving along and, and, and make sure that it's, it's well run. Because it's not like golf or not like sex where you can do it wrong and it's still, it's still good. you got to be able to you gotta do it right that's or else right. it doesn't feel very good. Wait a minute, golf doesn't uh, feel good when you play. You golf. have lots of fun with golf even if you're not playing well, Jack, I'm telling <laughs> you. You can't do it wrong. It's, it's one of the few things you can do you, you can do poorly and it's still it's still it's still good and still exciting and still fun. Golf? I don't know. <laughs> Go on, I'm listening. <laughs> you got to play golf good. You so, got to have a two handicapper. Better. Nah, you can have fun doing it again. Fun. You have good shots here and there. Fun, fun to be you, a piece you, of crap. You, you can't you can't do you can't do meetings poorly and have fun doing it. Yeah. It's, gonna be, it's gonna be absolutely miserable. People are gonna hate it. They're they're gonna stop showing up. They're gonna boycott the meetings. So the the solution is simple, Adam. Here it is: the planning season. We're now past the planning season. Technically, there's still rough edges, and you can actually can complete your annual plan through the month of January, uh, putting on the final touches. And one of the agenda items on your planning meeting calendar should be to do just that, create a regularly scheduled meeting for different subjects that are important to your company, okay? Uh, starting with the daily touch, wait, depending wait, on. on your company. Hold on, did you say we need to have a meeting to talk about meetings? A meeting to talk about meetings. Is that what you just said? I, that's exactly okay. what I said. That sounds confusing and probably depressing to most people. Oh, that's because they aren't thinking like I am. That's, that's <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful event to have a meeting to talk about meetings. Okay. <laughs> and what you're doing, <laughs> what you're doing is this. If we're going to have a daily meeting, and most of our clients, when we say that, a daily meeting, who the heck wants a daily meeting? What are we going to talk about in a daily meeting? They're so jaded <clears throat> and have experienced bad meetings all their career for the most part, they can't even comprehend what that might be. Well, what, well, what they'll say, <laughs> Jack, is, well, I talk to you all the time, Jack, multiple times a day. You know what do I need to have another meeting with you for? I mean, again, we're, we're, we talk 10 times a day, Jack. That's good, but I want the morning meeting, the first meeting. I'm the owner of the company. I want these key people to be at that meeting, either physically or on the phone or on whatever technology is delivering up to you. 
and basically it's going to be a 15-minute meeting, and I want to hear the, the quick updates, problems yesterday, problems today, uh, that they're faced with, what they're doing, and how they're going to react to these issues here. A quick update. And if it gets more complicated than about 30 seconds, they're cut off. But we know, they know, every day at 8 o'clock, these key people are going to be assembled. Now, if I need to talk to Adam and I can't reach him because he's dodging my phone calls or he's doing whatever, I know he's going to be in there because he's a key guy. So every day. Now, this ties into communication, which we'll, we'll work into after the segment. But basically, we're scheduling the meeting, and I, as the owner, are demanding, demanding that everybody attend these meetings. No no substitutes. No, I can't be there. I'm on vacation. I, You know, it's, is it a hard driver? You can take 15 minutes, even if you're on a fancy vacation at 8 in the morning while your wife's <laughs> sleeping or your, your other half is sleeping, and you can have this meeting. And we, we want this to enhance communications and to make sure that the big issues are touched on by the key people who should know them. Now, that's just the daily meeting. We got... We got other things to get through. The, weekly, uh, we got yeah. monthly, we got hold quarterly, on, we, on, got we got semi-annually, we got annually. Hold that thought. <laughs> okay. We got, we got to have to break here before we have meetings to discuss <laughs> other meetings here. So we're going to come back <laughs> and talk more about this and get you excited about it. Before the end of the show today, we're going to get you excited about meetings why meetings make sense, right? That's right. So stay tuned to hear more about that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. We are business coaches with a company called Maximum Value Partners, MVP. And we help owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at WINT Welcome back. We're here live, Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and we're talking about lots of fun stuff tonight, starting with meetings, meetings for your company. Why? That's a great answer, and we're going to help you understand why they get so disrespected and get, get such a bad rap and how to fix that. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And yes, we're talking about meetings. We're the first subject here is <laughs> having, a <laughs> having a meeting to talk about <laughs> meetings. Yes, it sounds like a Seinfeld deal. But no, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're going to have a meeting in our annual planning repertoire. Ooh. And basically, repertoire is a schedule of stuff, right? I don't know. I don't know. Get those either. big words I you're bringing out, Jack. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a French word. Is that a French word? It's not a Portuguese word. <laughs> I'll go with French. I don't know what it is. Right. I'll try a version of English. But anyway... We are scheduling our, our plans for putting our profit plan together for the year, and one key component is meetings. I'm using an example, which might not be appropriate for you or your company, but it's a daily meeting, and I'm going to schedule this. And everybody, my key players, know that this meeting, it's a status meeting. It's a status of important things in their area of responsibility within the company. And it's going to run for 15 minutes or a half hour, depending on how many people have to be accommodated. And every one of my key players knows that that meeting is being conducted at 8 a.m. every business day. All right. So hold on. So 
again, if people are taking notes, the most important thing Jack said there is that there isn't a right or wrong way to do this stuff. But it starts in terms of, hey, if we do a daily meeting, a daily meeting is key. And it comes down to what's the most important thing or things in your company. And what Jack's describing is one where you have your key people together. And many of you may have seen this. If you've been to any kind of hotels recently, often you may see in the morning around 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, you'll see a standing meeting of maybe five, six, eight, ten people. Usually it's one person from each of the different departments. Oh, yeah, at, at, better, at better hotels. At better hotels. I'm sorry. Th- those are like the three and four and five star hotels? That's right. All right. Versus the one stars. Okay. They're the no stars. The no stars. <laughs> yeah. All right. They don't have meetings. <laughs> so they, they all have a standing. It'll literally be a standing meeting. Okay. Where that helps to make sure things move along and people don't kind of sit and get too comfy and, and chit-chat. But the, the idea of having a daily meeting, what's the most important things there? So it could be as a team like that. It could be a simple one-to-one with somebody for a couple minutes. And it doesn't need to be too complex. The key here is don't get discouraged if it doesn't work the first time through. It's, yeah, this thing's a bunch of, you know, you know, a bunch of crap doesn't really work. This is, you know, this is not what we need. You got to find the right rhythm. So what things do you need to cover? So if you have nothing else that you aren't sure what to cover, if it's like Jack's describing as like an 8 a.m. first thing in the morning kind of meeting, it could be as simple as, hey, Jack, what happened yesterday that, that I need to be aware of that as far as what, what went on? Any key highlights that are there? And what's the plan for today? That's it. It could be <laughs> as simple as that. And, and if, if what Jack's saying makes great sense, say that, or, or things that it was good for me to know about from yesterday, and his plan for today sounds good, sounds like a great idea, let me know what I can do to help you out, Jack. I'm on my way, right? If Jack has no clue what, what the heck's going on today, or what he says is not what I thought he was going to say, Hey, we need to talk a little more about that, Jack. Or hey, That's I was thinking, right. hoping you do this or do that, right? His status—it's a status meeting, and his status may be he won't be a key player for too long. <laughs> <laughs> but he should—he or she should know their area of responsibility. And the rhythm Adam's talking about is just that: they start to anticipate the 8 a.m. meeting. It's again—I got to emphasize: this is a quick, focused meeting. All it is is a touch base. And if we have to, and everyone who needs to be there is important so that I can't use an excuse that, hey, I can't get Adam, or I've been trying to get Adam here for uh, six hours uh, since yesterday, and I tried overnight, and I, you know, whatever the case is, Adam's going to be at this meeting. So it's important for communications, a subject we talked about last Wednesday at 7 p.m., <clears throat> and we'll talk about. Well, no, I won't get into that. That's okay. Well, one of the, one of the key <laughs> benefits, okay, of having this stuff, and it starts with some of the, something like a daily meeting. And as Jack alluded to before, as we're going to break, there's daily, there's weekly, there's monthly, there's all kinds of different that, that you eventually want to get into. But what it does is it gives a place for everything, which helps to reduce the number and amount of interruptions that happen during the course of the day. So as you were saying, Jack, hey, you know, I got to find you. I'm trying to track you down. Well, hey, if I know if we have our standing meeting at 5 o'clock today, I can make a note to myself when, I, when you and I talk at 5 o'clock, I can bring it up at that point. I don't need to be chasing you around or playing phone tag or trying to get in between meetings or texting back and forth or whatever it might be. I know we have a place for that touch base because things can usually wait, whether it be 6 hours or 12 hours or it you know, can't even go up to 24 hours. Most things can wait 24 hours to let you know about what, you know, what's going on. And especially, and this is, this is important for the owners. So the owners out there who are tuning in, listen to this very carefully. <coughs> you have to understand your power within the organization. You are the most powerful person in the organization. 
You are the man, as they say. I don't care if you're a man or woman. You are the one that people will listen to. And so if you come in with a question or a request, whatever it might be, most people will stop what they're doing and feel a need to respond to whatever that's going to be. So that could be a phone call or a text from you. could be an email from you. You can be tremendously disruptive to people. That's right. Don't go, don't go interrupting their routine. They, they come to work with an idea. They have their people if they have them reporting to them. They have their schedule. They have their priorities. They're going to update this elite group of, of key people. And then they're going to go back and carry out their, their assignments today. If the boss is chasing them around, sending emails that have long questions and things that they have to think about, they get disrupted. You know, Adam talked about having a daily meeting, and he gave an example of a hotel. Okay, a five-star hotel is going to probably have a standing 15-minute meeting every day. They're going to have the chef, the the, 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 the counter people when you check in, the maintenance guy, whoever... Whoever is, is making up this key meeting and things like we have a VIP coming in. Is everybody aware of that? Are the, the arrangements made? Is, is uh, the leak fixed on whatever? whatever we, all, we all are going to get updated quickly. That things are under control. The key guys, the key women know what's going on. It could be a manufacturing company. Hey, are those machine parts that were supposed to come in at 7, seven o'clock this morning, are they here? Are they in place or not? Or what? Or it could be a financial company that's waiting for a big payment. It could be any number of things that we want to know the status of. Oh, but Jack, everybody knows that stuff already. No, they don't, I told, I told them already. We, talked about, we talked about three times last week. They, no, they, didn't do it. Didn't do it. it. It's today. And as of last night, those things weren't in place. But they were supposed to be in place over the night or this morning or coming in an hour or two later. I got to know this to run my business. I got to have that communication. That's why these things are very important. If all of a sudden I start talking about the problems with this machine part and I'm talking to Al and Al is going back and forth and everyone's watching us, that is exactly, exactly the point of what makes meetings so bad. And if you're the owner or if you're the boss of that meeting in whatever capacity you are, it's incumbent on you to stop it immediately because we got to get out of this meeting in 15 minutes. Here it is June 14th, and we scheduled this meeting way back in January or way back in December of the prior year. And we have these meetings every day, and people can count on them. That's important. And we're only talking about a daily meeting. We aren't talking about a weekly meeting. Now, the subject and the depth, perhaps, is going to be a little longer. But it's important that the owner of the company set the agenda and the rationale for these meetings. Well, let me touch on that for a second, Jack, because I think yep. one of the things we, we haven't touched on yet, and I think it's very important because I think a, another place where meetings get off kilter or get bad names from is they come in and it's a, it's a monologue. It's a filibuster where, hey, it's the owner or whoever the person is running the meeting. It's all about them talking all the time. Everybody who's in that meeting, I don't care if it's two people or ten people, everybody should have something to say. Everybody should have a part of presentation. Again, pre that doesn't mean we're having PowerPoints and we're going for hours. It means that they have something in there to update everybody on. So it should, you should be literally going around that room, around that table, around that circle, wherever it's going to be. Everybody should have a chance to speak and be ready to speak and talk. It's very important because if, if they aren't there to, to present or talk about stuff, why are they there? That's right. 
And That's right. It helps in a lot. You know, as again, this is another one of those side benefits I was mentioning before. Okay, one we, that we mentioned before was this reducing interruptions. Another one is the the chance for people to present. Okay, so if I'm not used to talking to my peers here, again, I, I, I got six people here. I think most people are aware that one of the biggest fears that 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 that, that people have, certainly top three, top five fear, is speaking in public. So to be able to present myself and, and present my ideas and do it, and if, if I have a two-minute window, to do it in two minutes and be prepared for that, and to, and to get in the rhythm of, of presenting myself. Now, a benefit is for me, I get to grow in doing that and get to improve and get better. As the owner, I get to see how people present and talk about things, how, how they deal with questions that kind of go back and forth. How do they, again, how, how do they handle themselves? You literally, you literally can see people growing week to week before your very eyes. And it becomes a pool, really, for opportunities to be pursued by your own employees. It, because there's so many side benefits to this, you know, that, that aren't obvious uh, initially. But you see people literally grow, and they're still communicating, and they're dealing in a weekly meeting with a little more complexity because they have more time to present. And we'll get to that here after the break, folks. Stay tuned to hear more about weekly meetings and other things we're getting into. We're, t we're touching a lot of important things as far as why you get a nice rhythm through your company with these kind of meetings. So stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we are Maximum Value Partners, business coaches. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online at WINT All right, we're back at it here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Thanks for tuning in again here. We're live here in Willoughby, Ohio. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and it's cold outside. Plus this little radio studio booth we're in. It's freaking freezing. I got my hat on, got my scarf on, got my sweater on. I'm getting hot. Got your, I'm getting got your warm. Mickey, you got your Mickey hat on. For those of you who don't know who Mickey is, it's Mickey from uh, <laughs> Rocky. Jack looks like Mickey with uh, with his black hat on. He starts to scowl to the camera. We're going to be chasing chickens <laughs> in the parking lot here pretty soon, Jack. <laughs> okay, we're helping owners of small companies. That's what we do, get unstuck from a state of how. We have a very successful program. We've used it and developed it ourselves over 15 years of doing this stuff. We select our clients. They don't select us. They have to take a little quiz. Most don't have the courage to do it, and that takes them right out of the running already. But those who do, and if they pass our 14-point criteria test, then basically they can become a client of ours. And <laughs> he just showed me a picture of Mickey. <laughs> That's if, a picture of you. There if, you become, <laughs> if you become a coach of Maximum Value Partners, you will be successful as long as you stay coachable and hang in there. Hey, you know what, Jack? One of the first things we do with our clients. What do we do? We schedule meetings with them. That's right. All right. So, because one of the one of the, the things we hear too, again, we're here on dirty <laughs> secrets of small business. There's all kinds of dirty secrets. There's also kinds of excuses that we, we we hear. And I know you've done them yourself as an owner. Hey, I don't have time for that stuff. Who has time for all these friggin' meetings, Jack? Right. Well, one of the things we help to get in the rhythm for is we have a regularly scheduled meetings with our clients. So whether we see them every week or every two weeks, we'll do it on the same day. And time. And you know what, Jack? It's been amazing in 15 years of doing this. 
It works. It does work. It's amazing. And once in a while, things get moved around and will adjust, but it works for the most part in terms of people getting down there. What, what we know is that if they can't hold something like that with us, they're they aren't do co- it at home. They aren't, they aren't coachable. They aren't coachable, so That's they aren't going to be able to do factor. it. That's a big factor. That's right. So it's one of those things that we help to get into that rhythm. I think people start to see the importance of that, to have time scheduled away to get away from everything. And what's often maybe helpful, too, is if you pull away. If you have, you know, with a daily meeting, you maybe can't do it, but if you have a weekly meeting or, or, or we haven't talked yet about monthly or quarterly stuff, but there's, there's ways to do it. And we touched on this. Uh, we should delve this a little more, uh, in a little more depth here, Jack. In terms of the agendas, right? Mm-hmm. It's key to have a set agenda. So a set date first, and then a set agenda. Correcto. And Absolutely. So, and so the, the agenda, what can be very um, difficult, is if you have to customize the agenda. And we've seen this before. We've, we've had clients who have done this before. We're literally like, hey, we can't have a meeting until I have a one- or two-page agenda that's customized for this particular meeting, right? That in, a, in and of itself is so draining and wears people out that it, that, that, that it makes meetings stop or makes them be very, very uncomfortable. It's almost like, almost comparable, I would think, Jack, to somebody who presents on a PowerPoint and they have all these detailed things written out and they sit there and friggin' read the thing, you know? Oh, yeah. It could be the same kind of thing. So what we talk about is having having certain key things that, that you're going to cover. So we gave the we, we gave a very quick example for a daily one. Hey, what happened yesterday that I have to be aware of? What's the plan for today? Now, that's a set agenda, but can go in a lot of different directions in terms of what's kind of going on there, right? <coughs> As those, those of you who are long-term listeners or who have who, been clients for us for years, you know one of the things that we focus on tremendously when it comes to business is our seven keys to success. Those seven keys can be found on our website. If you go there at MaximumVP.com, there's a there's a uh, a link for the MVP playbook. Click on that, you'll see seven keys to success. A nice little infographic there that kind of lays them out. Those if are great you, ways. If you master those, by the way, if you master those, your company is going to be successful. And we define success as growing sustainable profits. That's what you're in business for. So tell me about a weekly meeting, Adam. We talked about a daily touch. Yeah. Maybe that meeting for six, eight people takes 15 minutes. Weekly meeting might take a couple hours, maybe. So why 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 the difference in right. in length? So a couple things. One is you might have more people in that meeting for one, but you have more things that that, that, that you want to cover. It's things that you, you know that, that don't need to be updated daily because they aren't they aren't as key day to day. But week to week, you want to know about it. And I brought up the seven keys because that's a good way to start to to organize an agenda. Okay, and and to give you a sense of that, you know the seven keys. You know we we have vision, we have a profit plan. We have a marketing plan. We have organization plan. We have leadership, cash flow, and presenting. Holy crap, all that. I'm running I'm through gonna... those because you're, you're, you're going to go to our website. You're going to look at maximvp.com. You're going to go to the MVP playbook. You're, you're going to have that thing printed off. But you don't need all seven of those to cover in a weekly meeting. Which one of those are, are the most important for you? And be able to look at stuff. Depending on what the focus. I mentioned many people often have a, a maybe weekly production meeting that's focused on your product or service. What's going on? So, and that may be even daily if it comes to like a manufacturing plan. You may have or have some of those things in place. But if you're in a service organization, maybe you have, you have a weekly weekly update what's going on for your projects. Hey, we got 20 clients that they're working on. We're going to go through literally all 20 of those projects during the course of this one or two hour meeting. And we each get five minutes for, you know, per project kind of thing. And then again, it's an updating meeting. It's right. not a working meeting. Big, big, big difference. You schedule these meetings at the beginning of the year, the dates and times. And you hold to an agenda. 
So everybody knows. Everybody knows what's coming. And everyone who's part of this meeting attends and is prepared. And it's the job of the owner of the business to make sure this is what the organization does. And it reaps benefits that you cannot even imagine. So a big part of the update status meetings is staying out of the weeds. Weeds? Wait, I'm a duck hunter. I like to go down in the weeds. Put my duck on my duck. Is that the weeds or the quacker? Re- the, the weeds or the reeds, Jack? Oh, reeds. That's reeds. sorry. Yeah, like uh, Donna Reed and Sharon <laughs> Reed. <laughs> those, are, those are reeds as well. That's right. So we want to stay out of those reeds or weeds, as you know, as the case may be, to where you keep it at a pretty high level. So picture that kind of weekly production meeting or project status meeting. You can't go into you know, to your point. If you're given a status, you can't get into too much detail. It may just let people know here's what's kind of going on here, so they're aware of it. What what does that, what does your audience need to know? What would you want to know about a project that, that you're not involved in? You you want to be aware of what's kind of going I, on. I I want to know. I'm aware of the project from prior meetings or a new project that might be entered. I want to know the objectives of 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 uh, objectives of it, and I'd like to know the status of how it's going. All right. Is it is there a timeline here, and how are you doing against that? Thing? You know. Basic stuff, not explaining it, not talking about my problems in depth, but just an overview of how this project is going. If I'm responsible for five projects, I may or may not incorporate all five in in a meeting, a weekly meeting like this. I probably would, but very brief touch update, very brief. Brevity is the key here. And and part of what you may want to do, again, we're throwing out different suggestions of things that that, that might make sense to you. Maybe you want to Celebrate a, a little victory. So it could be you know, hitting a deadline. It could be, hey, somebody on your team did, did, did a real bang-up job. Do you want to highlight that for everybody? And we give kudos to, to, uh, to Jesse. Man, she did a fantastic job here, you know, putting in some extra effort. Where it might Jesse, be. Jesse, Jesse kicked ass today. I just want everyone to know her this week. What a great way to do that. working around the clock, and, man, give her an applause. I, Jesse, man, I can't, I can't live without you. All of a sudden, she's starting to blush. She's starting to get you know, goosebumps. Or, you know, all of a sudden, hey, I didn't expect this. She, she's feeling great coming out of that meeting. Can, can, you, can you see how the energy and the excitement starts to happen as part of having, having some of these meetings? So that could be kind of, you know, kind of that production or you know, project meeting that's going on. But what about a business meeting? So let me come back to those seven keys. What is more important in the company than cash. Not too many things, folks, okay? So certainly on at least a weekly basis, we encourage all of our clients to have a cash forecast talking about where are we? What's the current cash state? What's the next, if you can get to, what's the next 90 days look like? Certainly what's the next week, the next the, the next 30 days? What do the things look like? Because if, we, if we're having a cash crunch, everybody's got to know about it because there's certain things that we can do about it. If cash is good, we should know about that. You know, we want to know because that's going to that's gonna help set the tone or give people some insight to what's going on. If all of a sudden the boss is a little bit ornery and a little bit on edge, chances are she's fe- not feeling very good about cash flow. Okay, Or 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 if she's feeling great, chances are maybe we are flush with cash or maybe because it's easier to get through or you want to present a little uh, project that you have or you want to make a little investment. Now is a good time to do it because we're flush with cash kind of thing. You kind of know when to bring it up versus... The last thing you want to do is bring up uh, this idea where, where we've we got to spend five grand and we're struggling to make payroll next week. Don't bring it up now versus, hey, we just got a big thing in, got a, got a uh, deposit from a client. We have some cash in the bank. So the, the financial kind of person or whoever is going to be, it's probably a financial person, going to be in charge of cash, the cash czar. They give a brief update, plus, minus, whatever it is, 
some key highlights, some key successes or, or problem areas, and that's it. If somebody in that meeting has a need for more information, they say, hey, Adam, you know, uh, I just heard your, obviously I heard your presentation. I, I'd like to know more about this thing. Could we, you know, after this meeting, could we sort of step over and, and chat about that? That's how you handle it. So it stays on time and it stays on point and everybody's informed. And now I know my day, I have my day planned, and I'm hearing in this meeting an issue that, that I perhaps may have to get more involved in, or perhaps I have to adjust my own schedule. That's the key to it. And it's, it, it can be fun. It's informative. It enhances communication. It shows people as they present their, their ability to grow and their, their, their brain power and their ability to, to uh, just be management material. It shows it just, it's, it's just the terrain. It's only the daily and weekly meeting we're talking about so far. So, so picture the exchange information. So if I'm in that meeting, all of a sudden I'm, I'm talking about what a, what a great do, job we're doing on, on this project. We're, we're ahead of schedule. We're, you know, we're doing great. The customer's so much fun to work with. Everything's going great. And then I hear from Jack as he's presenting about the cash forecast. That, hey, that, that, that client thinks so great. They're four months behind on paying us. Well, wait a minute. I had no idea about that. Shouldn't I know about that in terms of, well, there's probably some things I can do to maybe have a good relationship with, with, with our client here. Maybe there's ways I, I can start to figure out what the heck's really kind of going on. Hey, are you guys having some troubles? Oh, yeah, we're not paying vendors here and there. There's ways to kind of cut things off to, so that all of a sudden we're not, you know, six months in. All of a sudden they, they owe six figures. We're all of a sudden we're, we're going down, the, going down a, a path where they're maybe going bankrupt. There's ways that, that, again, we can cut off a lot of potential problems or help smooth things over or get things moving along in the right direction if we're, sharing that information where I have my blinders are off. I'm, I'm so focused on getting the project done, Jack, that I didn't know that, hey, these guys aren't paying us. No wonder why they absolutely love us because, hey, we're getting, they're, they're getting, free, they're getting free, free stuff done that they haven't paid for. So we'll hear. We'll hear often. I don't have time for meetings, and people will start to miss meetings, and there's no, they're, 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 there's no problems with that, no accountability, no admonishment, if you will. Well, that's wrong. Okay, people don't miss these meetings, and they come prepared. They come updated. And somebody who says, I don't have time, let me just tell you, as a former CEO, owner of companies, big and small, that's bull crap. You got time for it because we're planning for it at the beginning of the year, weekly meetings, 52 meetings at 8 in the morning or 9 o'clock, whatever the consensus of the, the group wants to make it. You know this meeting is going to happen. You put it in your calendar, and by God, you attend, and by God, you participate. And, and communication helps. Performance helps because we're nailing the right kind of things. That's weekly and daily. What about monthly, Adam? Well, we can get to monthly in a minute here, Jack. we got to hit our last break for the show, and then we'll come back after that. We can talk about some monthly, quarterly, and annual stuff to touch on briefly. But meetings are very, very key to getting that nice rhythm down. We'll get a little more detail about this when we come back from our break. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And we help owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online at WINTradio.com. 
right, welcome back to the Dirty Secrets of Small Business. We're having a lot of fun here looking through some uh, old Mickey Goldmill pictures from the Rocky. We got them chasing chickens right now with Rocky. <laughs> so you take a look online. If you're curious what Jack looks like, you haven't seen him online, There's a, just look up Mickey Goldmill from Rocky. You'll see with his hat on. looks just like that tonight. It's a good I thing. Got my, I got my cold weather gear on. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> ready to go. We're keeping warm. Ready to go. Our last segment here on Dirty Secrets. Talking we, about meetings. Meetings Talking about, about meetings and daily, more meetings. weekly. Now we're at monthly. We've got monthly, quarterly, and annual left. And it's all the same, folks. The subject matter isn't complicated. You first of all set, predetermine the days and times for each of these meetings. Who's going to attend? So it's in everybody's calendar. No excuses not to attend. Even if you're feeling ill, you can call in and we'll, we'll centralize these where everyone can still participate. Technology is getting better and better every day. So there's no reason not to, not to attend. And there's two types of meetings that we're talking about here. Status meetings where key people come together and briefly give a status of what's important in their area to be determined by them primarily and the boss. And working meetings. So meetings get a bad name because people, the boss or whoever's running the meeting, does not enforce the discipline to keep everybody on task, on time, so they know that they'll be out of this meeting by 8.30 or by 9 or whatever it's going to be, so their day can be scheduled. And as they get a little more complicated, like the annual meeting, which is an update of the business plan and big presentations, maybe take a, a good half a day, maybe longer to present to everybody. Uh, these meetings have the same kinds of things. Financial, project. Those are the two key areas that we're interested in. All right. So it would be fair to say we've been chatting about so far on the show today, Jack, is more on the update or status meeting standpoint. I think most of the meetings we talk about are more of those because the working meetings themselves, you don't necessarily have too many of those that are scheduled. True. Those usually come out as, a, as an outgrowth of the status or update meetings. Even if we get into... Um, let's say a quarterly or annual planning meetings, okay? There'll be a lot, there'll be some more back and forth of discussion, but there's a lot of work that happens in between those meetings to get, you know, to, to get things prepped, to get that first draft of the plan kind of pulled together, get some of your thoughts kind of pulled together. So those tend to be more, more working. You know, as, as you get away from the daily and the weekly, even, even the monthly, the monthly is usually not more working. It's more updated stuff. So, you, you know, monthly financial statements to kind of re review how, how things are going. Discuss the marketing plan, sales funnels. Those kind of things can be talked about weekly or, or, or monthly. Um, key additions to the organization, what's kind of going on. Those are typically more updates. As I get more into the quarterly and annual, those maybe trigger more of the working type meetings where you have topics that you want to talk about, and, and working can be more brainstorming at times. So we're trying to solve an issue. We're trying to work through a problem. Maybe we're, we're trying to institute like, like, like we are with, with, with a number of our clients. You know, we have I don't know. I don't, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that, Adam. I think the quarterly and annual, <clears throat> there are updates with a little more detail. Not so much soliciting comments in, in terms of uh, what would then be that discussion between Adam and Fred. Uh, what we want is a little more in-depth understanding, maybe another level or two of depth. That, that would bring in other members of their teams to present. It's, it's all about presenting. It's all about informing and communicating. In the annual meetings, the big crescendo, especially if we've had success. But even if we haven't, here's our plan. Here's what happened. 
we were going to do X number in sales and profit, and we came close or exceeded it. Uh, times are good, and here's here's who gets credit, and here's who's presenting. I think those should be, again, a little more in-depth and keep bringing people in. It's, 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 I don't know, it's just a powerful cultural changing type of process to have excellent meetings that get progressively more informed. Well, maybe I'm making a um, con- little confusion in terms of what I'll call more brainstorming type stuff versus a working meeting. And uh, again, usually if you have more strategic discussions, you're going to present some ideas. But part of what you want to allow, you want to allow for some time for discussion. Where yeah, those are, I'd call those working meetings. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying that those tend to be more in the longer <laughs> term versus, again, you shouldn't have too many scheduled daily, weekly, even monthly working meetings. There'll be more status update meetings. More, more so when problems come up that aren't, you know, that are anticipated. They're more random events. Yeah, those will come uh, out of that because you, you'll know about those because you're having your daily or weekly or, 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 or monthly updates. Hey, we need to talk about that more in depth, Jack. Let's go have a let's go let's talk later today about that. And, and well, that's going to work through the I'm telling you about my projects and and updating you in my normal weekly meetings or my daily meetings. And those project meetings all have their own set of working times and brainstorming times. And you're invited to come in anytime you want, Adam. But my team's going to be talking about this. Next Thursday, and we're behind schedule, we're ahead of schedule. It's, it's the same kind of language and focus. We need more money. We, we can reduce costs. We're getting close to this. The customer that, that uh, Alice over here has, has been talking to wants, wants some more of our products and services and our capabilities. How are we going to handle this? That becomes a working meeting because it's, it's going to be prioritized. It has an immediate revenue uh, enhancement, which everything does, or a cost enhancement. It's that stuff, and it's sorting out what you want these meetings to do. And people give up. Oh, my God, this is too much trouble. Oh, I got too many things to do. I can't attend these damn meetings, and blah, blah, blah. They are so productive. And communication is enhanced. New management is, is basically identified. Uh, people are put into the sunlight, basically, with their ideas rather than complaining in the corner about no one ever listens to them. It's just a great, great tool. Difficult to achieve. Not, you know, not that difficult if somebody is doggedly trying to make it happen like the owner of a business who can see the value of it. Well, I'm thinking of, a, you know, all these great ideas people t- tend to have. One of the things that we hear a lot of is, hey, why don't we do this more, do that more? And a good place that, and again, having a place for everything is the, the quarterly meetings to present some new ideas, ways to improve the company, make things work better, to make the work environment better, to, 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 to present a new idea for a new product or service, whatever it might be. To have a chance to, again, have some, you know, again, I'll call those more working meetings. They're going to have some presenting of ideas, but give people a chance to kind of talk about this stuff. Set aside a couple hours to make that start to happen. So people, people know here's a place for those kind of things where, where, where things can happen. From an overall standpoint, again, I have to reinforce this because we're, we're coming towards the, t- towards the end of our show here. I want to make sure we touch on base and we don't get overwhelmed, okay? Start with, pick one to start with because it's like anything else. Whenever we're trying to form a new habit and people, we're coming off of New Year's now. Here we, here we are three weeks into the New Year, Jack, and i got to believe most people have taken their New Year's resolutions, whatever mm-hmm. they've gotten, and they're blown through already because they set way too many goals, too many changes to have happen. That's right. So start with one change. And dig into it. So if it's in a weekly meeting, 
get that thing going. And maybe it's going to take you six months to get it going, okay, in terms of getting the rhythm down. But keep at that one meeting first. Get that rhythm down. Because what's going to happen is people are going to say, hey, we should be talking more about this every day. Or we should talk about something else. Okay, that makes sense for a monthly meeting. It'll start to evolve out of that where it's not going to be having to be the owner pushing it on people to start because they're going to embrace it. We have the same thing, Jack, we see it all the time with numbers, okay? Most <coughs> owners, we talked about this before, uh, and it's one of those dirty secrets we, we can't cover today. Uh, we were hoping to a little bit, but owners usually don't spend much time with their financials, okay? And it isn't because they aren't curious about it or they don't think that they should know about it. It's just they don't know how to kind of do it. And they often will, will kind of push it aside or, or not be as intrigued with it when, when, when we first engage with them. But you'd be amazed as the months go by and we spend more time doing it, they want more and more information, not just their financial statements, but they try to get more and more data out of the company. It becomes addicting to them because they, they can see stuff that, they, that was kind of always there, but they didn't know how to kind of pull it out or see it the right way. Meetings can be the same way. Once you sort of get ones that are working well, you say, hey, this has great benefits. All, you know, we've, we've mentioned it just a handful, just like of, handful of benefits today. Yeah, yeah, same thing. It's one of those things that you can't appreciate it until you're in there doing it successfully. That's what experienced coaching does. Uh, you know, with our, our backgrounds, we, we know it. And we get, we get excited when we see our clients basically adopt these things, and they see it too. Keep in mind, folks, this is what we've been talking about with our clients today, how to set up good meetings. And we had a couple other subjects that we didn't get to, but it's, it's taking real live situations that we are trying to teach our clients. And it takes a while. There's no question. It takes a while. Redundancy is, is key to the success of, of so much of this stuff. And if you quit, obviously nothing happens. Wait, redundancy. Is that like having meetings about meetings, Jack? Meetings <laughs> about meetings. Nothing more important than that. <laughs> we're going to have meetings, so, goddammit, or, uh, or we're going to die trying. A big part of what we do is we like to have fun, folks. I think you get a sense of that from our, from our time here on the air every week when we spend an hour here. We have a lot of fun doing what we're doing. We have our clients have fun doing what they're doing. And a big part of what creates frustrations for, for our clients can be solved and resolved and inject a lot more energy and excitement and fun into the business through having these regularly scheduled well-run meetings. We promise it works very, very well. We've seen it not only in companies that we've owned and operated over the years, but in the hundreds of clients we, we've worked with. So we appreciate you being part of the show again tonight and tuning in as you do every week. You can hear us live every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. You can also get us on iTunes. You can download us there or Stitcher, wherever you go. If you do download it, we'd love to have you guys leave us a a, uh, a review, and uh, you can also get us on uh, the archive section of wintradio.com in case you missed, you know, missed any of these or want to go back to, to, to the prior ones. We're all over the place that way. If you want to get hold of us when we're not on the air, you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a phone call, 877-849-0670. Okay, Adam, this is uh, Jack Mancini signing off, almost. All right, learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online at wintradio.com.